0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to our second episode of Mental Health Not So Secret Diary. Today, we will be discussing mental health at schools. I'm Sydney, and I'm from San Leandro.
1: I'm Michael, and I'm from Oakland.
2: I'm Michaela, and I'm also from Oakland.
1: Yeah, and um, I think our first question that we are would be, um, how are schools handling mental health? Um, And for me personally, my school is a bit smaller. Um, We, yeah, to counteract just people having mental health problems, our school, um, I think collaborated with a group. I'm not exactly sure what group it is, but um, we collaborated with some group to go and bring the entire school out, like 500 people. 9 to 12, to this play called Ghosted. Um, Wait, it, so,
0: so, like, your school took you to a different place, or it was at your school?
1: Yeah, so our school is kind of small, and there's not an auditorium big enough to fit everyone. Yeah, it'd be So, so yeah, we took, like, a maybe 15-20 minute walk to, like, a really big auditorium, and um, these people performed for us pretty mm-hmm. much and like they had songs and they just talked about like anxiety and depression and what people go through just from like normal everyday high schoolers and um yeah at the end they gave like handouts for like suicide hotlines and yeah just like normal like mental health support things.
2: Um, have you ever used the hotlines?
1: Um, no, I personally have not, and I'm not sure if I know anyone who has, but, like, at the same time, I feel like that's something that's more private, and people don't really share if they do, mm-hmm. but hopefully it did, like, affect someone, change someone's life.
0: Yeah, hopefully they don't have to use it, though. Yeah.
1: yeah. That's scary,
0: though. I don't know how useful hotlines are, like, because I know some hotlines people call them but then the people answering aren't necessarily there like they have to wait hours just to get a call back and it's so frustrating i
2: heard i heard some stories about that people Mm -hmm. were saying like they called and like the people on the other end weren't really like respectful sometimes Uh
0: uh-huh and it's just crazy because even if you're talking about things like mental health which are sensitive and people do need help it's just sad to see not everybody is as respectful.
2: Yeah. Um. At my school, I remember um, we had like one counselor and it was for all the students there. So um, anytime I tried to like talk to her, she would be like, so busy that... <laughs> Like, she couldn't even spare, like, five minutes. Oh, so I had to um, wait to get a, like, counselor for myself
0: mm-hmm. who could,
2: like, actually talk to me, like, every week. Um,
0: wait, was that, like, from your own money or, like, from your school?
2: No, it was from my school, but they had people who volunteered to, like, counsel some of the kids.
0: Oh, that's cool of them then.
1: So your entire your entire school... 9 through 12 Like they only have One counselor
2: Um This was In middle school But uh Yeah That's how it was
1: So 6 through 8 One yeah. counselor Oof. Dang
2: middle
1: Yeah school. my school Is the exact same Actually For but for high school Like all Like we only have One counselor Like one mental Health counselor uh, I can t- I think it's hard For people But just because school? Yeah sorry what How
0: many people In your school again 500
1: Yeah 500 ish Okay. Yeah, but I think what he did was, like, take people in groups, which I think is really weird, but I don't know the experience. But, like, I see him, like, calling people, multiple people out, like, you, you,
0: you. Like, I'm I,
2: I have experience with, like, well, I wouldn't call it, like, therapy, but, like, I was in a group that was for grief and stuff. And there were other people there who had like experienced loss and I feel like that group really helped me like for that year because I had lost my um, grandpa. So that was really helpful. but I wish I could have like like I wish I could have took the group again, but like the next year it wasn't like offered anymore.
0: Wait, was it because the counselors changed, or...?
2: I think it was because the lady that was hosting it, she had, like, left from the school. And she was the one who started it. So Mm -hmm. without her, they couldn't really, like, keep it going. Mm
0: -hmm. Maybe you can, like, bring it up again, you know? Yeah. It was fun, though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe going back to Michael's point, maybe the reason your counselor pull people in groups was to have a better support system.
1: Yeah, and I don't really blame him. It's like he's doing the best he could, being the only counselor. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I feel like my school could um, invest more into their budget for, like, more high school counselors. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I don't know, they I feel like they spend their money on weird things, like, um, like they have, like, tons of merch and, like... <laughs> <laughs> they bought tvs for every classroom
2: tv okay
1: yeah. but like yeah
0: <laughs> TV.
1: i feel like our budget could be better spent
2: my school they got money for um for their like merch and stuff oh but God. they had so many computers that were like broken oh and God. the money was going to the merch and not the broken computers and I, it didn't make sense to me
0: Yeah, that is so confusing. Like, come on school, step it up.
1: Yeah, and I feel like that could be something that could affect people's mental health. Just like if your computer, like your Chromebooks that are given to you, especially in Zoom, like aren't working and then you aren't able to keep up with your classes. Uh, Like, oh man.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's why school should take feedback from students and actually listen
1: yeah, but um I heard about like peer counseling. It's not very common in my school. I'm not really sure, but have you do you guys have any experience with that?
2: Okay. Um yes, I do. Um I had a counselor. She was a woman and she was in college and she was basically like at my school helping me. She's at my school helping me. For like, uh, volunteer work or something that would help her college credits, and um, she made it clear like during our first few sessions that I couldn't, I couldn't like mention anything about harming myself or anybody else, and oh my God. after that, I was. I was like, whoa, like, what are we supposed to talk about? And I remember, like, I remember being there and um, kind of, like, figuring out ways that I could move the conversation because I couldn't really be honest with her. Mm -hmm. So you didn't
0: feel comfortable?
2: Yeah, because she was like, well, if you talk about anything like that, like, we're going to have to talk with the police and i'm like whoa
0: gosh whoa there's a uh-uh.
1: do you do you like do you have friends that have the same experience or it, do you think it was like biased towards you or into any extent
2: um no my sister she said that when she had like a counselor in high school um it was kind of the same for her but the counselor she had she was pretty like cool about it and she was willing to listen to like her talk about that those things without like um making police or parents interfere so i feel like that was the difference
1: and at the same time i feel like i've never had a counselor but at the same time like i feel like it's for my school i don't know i don't exactly know how counselors work at any other school just because i haven't been to any other school but like like he would the counselor would like pull you out in front of everyone oh yeah like, that
0: is embarrassing
1: uh, like, i feel like e- if i needed something personally i wanted to talk to a counselor i wouldn't just because like i didn't want to get pulled out in front of everyone in class it's just like
0: like ooh, that person that person needs
2: help like,
1: <laughs> like yeah, that's so embarrassing oh, i feel no. like that's not the way you should do things
2: yeah and everyone knows you're, you're like talking to a counselor. I I don't know.
0: It's kind of embarrassing.
1: Is it the same thing for you guys?
0: Yeah. Like. Yeah. I don't. I don't have a counselor either. Or or my school does, right? My school has a counselor, but I don't use it because I think I have that privilege um, to not need a counselor. But. For those who do, I do see her coming into classrooms, and then it disrupts the entire class because we're working, right? We're working. Everybody's silent, and then the door—the loud ass door—opens. It opens, and you can clearly see her walking in, coming up to this person, and then pulling them out. And it's just.
2: <laughs> yeah, my counselor did that to me. I was like, I think it was PE, and I was playing basketball, and she like just walked over there, and she's like well, like, are you ready today? I was like, oh, my God. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Are you ready today?
1: Uh, I feel like there's a lot of work that's needed.
0: um, Come on, school. Step it up.
1: How about your school, Sydney? How's your school doing?
0: Yeah, I think, again, I'm privileged in the way to have a whole department for mental health. I think we have multiple teachers because my school, we're split up into like two sections, so like, Ninth and 10th graders, they would have a counselor. I think one counselor? I'm not sure, actually. One counselor for them, or, like, somebody to go to, at least. And then, like, 11th and 12th would have their own person. But then I do see a lot of people going to her. or them. Do, you have,
1: do you have, like, a ton of counselors, or, like, one for each grade, or what?
0: Yeah, that's, that's not what I'm sure. Cause i am sure. Because I... I only know one person. Like, if you told me to name one person from the mental health department, only one person comes to mind. And I feel like that's a problem though, because then it shouldn't have to fall onto one person, you know, and that's mainly the problem with other schools as well.
2: Um, something that I think was put in place at my school that I found helpful was the fact that I could kind of like sign myself up for a counselor because, um, for me, I had to like fill out this form and I needed the consent of my parents. So I like asked them or whatever to sign the paper. And they were like, no, we're not going to sign it. Like you don't need counseling, like nothing's wrong with you. So I, I told them that, and they were like well you can just do it yourself like you don't need their permission because of your age and I was like oh okay so that's what I did and I'm glad that they were able to do that because that was the only reason I was able to talk to anyone Mm
0: -hmm.
2: so if I was like younger at the time I probably wouldn't have like had anyone to talk to
0: oh yeah that makes you think about the age restrictions like imagine if a younger person they're just discovering who they are and then they're like "Ah, maybe i do want to talk to someone and then they find out they can't because their parents won't let them like just imagine what that'll do to their mental health how that will spiral out or something i feel like planned parenthood is similar to this have you guys ever heard of planned parent planned parenthood yeah yeah because then They always come to my school for like sex ed and stuff. And then they talk about confidentiality. They're like, if you do go to one of their clinics that they won't tell your parents. And I feel like that is such a good thing because sometimes parent and like kid relations aren't as good as others. And then you don't necessarily trust your parents all the time or like want them to know what's going on with you. So just having that confidentiality aspect to a lot of things is, That's useful,
1: too. Yeah, and I think my counselor does a really good job of that because, like, I don't know anything about anyone who, like, is going through anything, like, even though he calls them out in public. (laughs)
2: Like,
1: I don't... Like, I don't get to know... Like, I feel like nothing gets out, and I think that's a really good thing. And, like, another thing, like, I I like totally agree with Michaela where, like... um. It's really nice to have them like open to you at any moment. like I don't know if I have to sign up, but I don't think so. but like mm-hmm. the counselor leaves his door like open all the time. So like if you ever just want to walk in, like that's totally okay. And I think that's a really good thing that schools have going for them.
0: It is.
2: I wish I wish it was like that for like um, counseling outside of school. Because I think I've like learned recently that like you have to see them every week for like an hour and you can't like no more, no less. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um because apparently like some therapists, they don't get paid unless it's like that. So if they're if their um clients like miss a session or something, then they have to stop seeing them. Because like you can't do that or they're not going to get paid. And I feel like that that's like unfair to both people in a way. I don't, I don't know.
1: And that makes me wonder if like, if you think, I don't know how much school counselors are paid, but do you think the, the kind of the, um, how the quality of counseling would be better if school counselors or counselors in general would be paid more?
0: It would be, actually. And I feel like that's the same thing with teachers in general.
2: Yeah, because there are some teachers who, like, are constantly talking about, like, oh, I don't have to be here. Mm -hmm. Or I can just, like, sit down and, like, get paid. And I don't have to do anything. And it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, come on. Um, So frustrating. Yeah,
1: And I would really wish that, like, people would invest more into... Like the young people, like schools in general, just like Mm -hmm. even like for their mental health as well. Like, yeah, I think if just any of these jobs got paid more, like, how I wonder, like, how more, how much more quality that like the um our learning and like our mental health would be. But yeah, just like talking about um like stress in schools or like how what how what the quality of education is like what do you guys think about that
2: I hate how it's different in every area I feel like every every school should have like the same amount of opportunities mm-hmm. if not more because it's like it doesn't make sense to me how like a school in Oakland has less resources for, kids than a school in like San Francisco and I I can vouch for this because I went to school in San Francisco so I saw that they had working like iPads for like all of the kids at the school that I attended but coming to Oakland it's like there were barely enough and that difference was really crazy to me.
1: Yeah, and I feel like it's just unfair in general, like, like, certain cities will have more um, resources than others, or they allocate more resources for certain things than others. And I feel like that could kind of affect the literacy, the education rate, or like the success rate of people.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I feel like Oakland is a bit of a more like lower end, just neighborhood. It's a little bit more like um lower wages in general Mm -hmm. and i think it possibly could be just like how much what what the priorities are in investing into the city and i wish like um just in general they would invest more into schools
2: um yeah i feel like being in such a like high stress environment all the time can cause like people to be to have this like built up anger and with with situations where they don't really have access to counselors they can kind of start to take that out on the other kids and it can it can cause like them acting out and that can be a reason for it but usually instead of like sitting down and having a conversation with these kids or giving them the the help that they need they usually like just suspend them and think that the behavior will just go away and it usually doesn't
1: yeah and i feel like instead of providing support when kids are like having trouble and stuff like schools a lot of times like they just suspend you they're like so quick to suspend people like i know a lot of my classmates and stuff like if they do something even slightly wrong or like slightly bad they're like oh well um i don't know like they don't talk about like oh how can we like better support you that you can like not make these same mistakes but they're just like oh bye see you in a week
0: yeah exactly like kids just don't feel comfortable enough going to counselors or even the school like if you set restrictions or set hard um punishments just for talking about these things they won't talk about those things it just makes the whole situation worse and it's not getting to where we want to go
2: um yeah something that i kind of dealt with myself with balancing like my own life and school is my parents they kind of have like high expectations for me which is like i feel like as a person of color, like, that's kind of prevalent in a lot of communities, but they kind of expect me to get, like, all A's, like, every, Mm
0: -hmm. every
2: year, and balancing that for me was very difficult, and it had a, it didn't really have a big impact on, like, my performance in school, but it kind of made me stressed out. And it kind of made school not fun anymore because it just felt like it was about grades and not necessarily, like, learning.
0: Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's the same thing with the model minority myth and Asian communities. Because I feel like, Michael, (laughs) I don't know if you get this too, but like parents are so, or Asian parents, or I'm sure it's similar to other um, families, but from my own experience, Asian parents, they're they're like hard set like every moment they try to bring up something about school they try to bring up something about college and it's those type of expectations that really affect your mental health because you keep hearing these things about like if you get a freaking B if you get a B they will lash out at you and it is so frustrating it's like I'm trying my best but you just can't see that
2: yeah
1: yeah totally agree just asian parents and and especially like if you're the second child my like my sister super like she was super successful she got like a four-year scholarship all the way through free ride into uc berkeley and they (laughs) they expect me to, to beat that like go to harvard or something with the same same like full ride and i think that just like really like makes me like feel stressed like i I, like, don't get sleep some days or, like, I have to keep constantly worried about how well I do in classes. I have to, like, make sure all my grades stay as A or else I will be murdered. And, like, just especially since, like, college is approaching for all of us, (laughs) like, it just, like, puts a lot of stress. And um, I feel as though, like, um, it affects mental health for a lot of people. And I think even for me, like sometimes I wonder if I'll be able to make it be successful at all.
2: Yeah. And that's a lot of pressure for like, like 15, 16, 17 year olds. Like um, I feel like the experience with mental health is like so much different for people of color Um, simply because like in therapy, their number one question um, is like, is, what you're going through like affecting your daily life. And I feel like people of color, because of like the way our parents are most of the time, it we're not allowed to let it affect our life. So like we're not allowed to like well, me personally, not I'm not speaking for everyone. But I I can't have those days where like I don't clean my room or I don't mm-hmm. um I don't get like straight a's um without there being like consequences like immediately there's no consideration for like what i'm going through so simply me telling my parents oh like uh i'm having a a bad time or i'm not like doing okay mentally they're most of the time they're gonna they're they're not gonna like let that be an excuse or give give a reason for my behavior they're just going to be like oh you're just being lazy or this and that and I feel like that's that's really a problem and I wish it could be different
0: yeah and I feel like that's very similar for many cultures and one of the main reasons mental health is not commonly seen in other cultures compared to like America because here in America we're so open about everything we're like independent individuality and things like that other cultures we tend to be more conservative i guess um in the way that mental health is stigmatized and i think we have another podcast episode about that but um and just thinking about how kids don't feel comfortable enough going to their parents so that's why it's even more important that schools have those resources to help them
1: Yeah, totally. And I think that could lead into our next question just like how do you guys think that schools can better support mental health?
2: Pathways. Okay. My school, my school has pathways and they're basically um things that you can well, like roles that kind of help you go into what you want to do in the future. But it doesn't, it doesn't always have to be focused on like your future. It could just be for high school. Um, and I feel like this is something that should be enforced in like all schools simply because giving like kids that choice of what they what they want to do, whether it's just in school, can um have a positive effect on their mental health and kind of get them more excited to be there instead of just feeling like school is a drag.
1: Yeah, and I think it's like, I think it's a really good thing that schools are starting to do this. I noticed that my school started like a kind of pathway program where like you take college classes, depending on what pathway you are. So like for now, since my school is just starting, they offering law, engineering, business, and I think pre-med something like that. And like just having those things can like I think is really helpful for like students that want to like work on like their careers in the future. And like in the past I feel like schools just like you do like general education, like math, English, and some people feel as though that is like super useless. And like <laughs> Like even my, even my, my sister right now, like she like took super advanced math, like she skipped two years of math or something like that. But she went to college and she was like, I did that. So then I would never have to do math ever again, like in college. Like and she never like she forgot everything. Like she doesn't think that it was useful for her at all. But she'd only like worked hard and did it just so she wouldn't have to do it when she got to college. So I feel like that kind of says something but like, but, like, hopefully in the future, I think math is important, but I don't think everyone needs to take, like, AP Calculus VC.
2: Exactly.
1: <laughs> like, up to algebra, too, I think is, like, really useful, like, algebras. Yeah. But, like, I don't think anyone needs to know how to find the area under the curve. Like,
2: exactly. <laughs> I'm going to take geometry, and I don't really, I don't see the point in it. Like, I passed algebra one, so I was thinking I was gonna do algebra two, but they're like, no, geometry. I'm like, what? Like,
0: (laughs) it's geometry is basically you trying to prove a triangle is a triangle, it is so useless. (laughs) I don't know,
1: and I feel like another thing that um school should do is that, like we should have longer passing periods because like (laughs) my school we have five minutes or something like that between periods and like if you have PE right before like you have to change in five minutes so you got people like scrambling into the lockers it's just like a whole mess and I feel like in that it could affect your mental health just because like I feel like if we doubled that, maybe had like a 10-minute break, like we would be, people would be able to rest their minds for even five minutes, and that would just be like really helpful and that people wouldn't just be like going on and on every class changing their, like changing what they're thinking. Like it would, I think a break is just really important.
2: Yeah, because when you're in a rush all the time, you can't really process the information around you. So if you're like rushing to go to like English from PE, you're not, when you get to, like, the English class, you're not going to really process what you learned there. It's kind of just going to be like, oh, let's get through this, and not a, like, situation where it's like, oh, I need to learn this.
1: And I think especially just, like, I don't know, like i feel like uh like a lot of just us has like a lot of homework too as well yeah. just like um like i feel like there, i think there's a lot of countries that don't have homework really like finland uh i can't think it? of anything else at the moment but like i think i think homework is helpful but at the same time there comes to a certain point like at one point before in the past my school used to assign like a required like Three, five, three to five hours of homework
0: no way. a day,
1: like, total. And it was just, like, really horrible. And it was worse for my sister who went to the same school in the past. And, like, I think it was just really bad for her mental health. Like, she would be pulling all-nighters. And it kind of, like, um sh- showed me at a young age, like, what my sister had to go through. And I'm kind of following her footsteps at the moment, to be honest. <laughs> Don't do that. I'm getting better. But... I think that's something like maybe tone down on homework. I feel like it's not mm-hmm. super important, or just have like no homework at all. I think Finland has like the like the best education rate right, in the world, and they don't have any homework.
0: Ooh, go Finland! I something guess
1: like that. Right,
0: but but the thing with homework is that teachers assign so much that they barely even pay attention to it. Like, do they even look really look at the homework?
2: Man, yeah. there's. Oh my god!
0: Like students, some students they're like hard workers. They're they're workaholics, and they spend so much time and effort on their homework, just to have a teacher not pay attention to it and give it a grade that's deserving. I don't know that's just so frustrating.
2: And then you have those teachers that assign kids like homework during like the only break that they get, yeah. so like a oh, winter break or something like that. Like that's crazy to me.
0: Yeah, like, breaks are breaks, y'all. There's supposed to be time for vacation, family, whatever, like, for yourself. But then people have to spend doing homework. That is not okay.
1: Yeah, and there's also the thing, like, how useful is this homework? Like, <laughs> sometimes, like, the homework, I feel like, just, like, they make you, like, uh, like for example, I don't know. Like, they have, like, a... T- just give you, like, a ton of math problems, right? Like, like repeat, like, maybe, like, 50. I don't know if that makes you, helps you learn. Like you could be doing them wrong, like, completely all wrong. Or, like, you just follow off a textbook or, like, read the textbook and take notes. Like, how helpful is that? Like, um, just that in general is, I feel like, um, the homework is not exactly useful and mm-hmm. just, like, um how useful okay like do you guys have electives like I feel like people are more passionate when it comes to electives in general
0: not general school courses and things like that hi Sylvan And then electives in general, they're just more interesting compared to those classes because, I don't know, I feel like I enjoyed art or, like, music classes more than, you know, math or English. And I think most people do. Like, they look forward to those things. And electives make schools or, like, the school schedule better or interesting um, and just makes people want to go back instead of – who wants to go back to sitting in a math class learning about – I
2: don't know. Y equals MX plus B. We have yeah. a bias against math.
0: <laughs> Sorry again.
1: Yeah, I think my I favorite classes, that so much. my favorite classes especially were like the music classes, like yeah. when I got to pick up violin, got to pick up guitar.
2: Yeah. Man, and, it's such a flex to play an instrument. It
1: <laughs> is so
0: impressive. Serenade me. And, and,
1: like, yeah just those classes are especially fun for me and like i think those are the few times where i'm like i can't wait for period three or something like that you yeah know? exactly i feel like not often do students have that feeling that sensation of like being excited for their next class
2: yeah
1: yeah and i think that says something but at the same time i feel like schools don't have enough electives at the like I feel like there's more than you can you can do besides visual and performing arts. There's mm-hmm. other important things that like kids should have an option to be getting to learn.
0: What, what should they get? Any any more options, Dad? I know, I know Michaela does computer science. Do your, is that like a general?
2: Uh, um. Yeah, like, since my class didn't have any more electives, they had to make up for that. Uh, and so we just had computer science by like the third year. And um, yeah, it's, it's, I personally enjoy it because that's what I want to do. But I know there were people who didn't because that was like the only choice they had. Mm
1: -hmm. I don't know like things like electives like maybe career paths that people want to go through Mm -hmm. like maybe like um, finance or like media studies like the more specific broad I guess I guess we can't be asking that much just because it's really hard to have specific teachers for things like that but colleges have that so I feel like um just maybe investing into high schools or even middle schools maybe on like specific electives like that it would be really cool and really nice and i think it would make school a lot more enjoyable for students who are who like are looking to learn things like that
0: mm, got to start them young
2: yeah um there were certain people who i knew who oh my god um, there, were people, there were certain people I knew who in certain classes that they didn't like, they didn't really like give their all or try too hard, but then there'd be like that one class that they just loved so much yeah. and that they flourished in. And I feel like maybe making it to where it was more. it's more than one class that they flourish in could really change like the way. I feel like kids see school.
0: Mm -hmm. And that's the thing, like schools want their students to be successful and all of that. But if you give them things that they don't want to do, then that does affect their um, career path and things like that. So if they start giving options for students, if they start giving things that students actually enjoy, maybe they could see a difference in all their statistics or whatever.
1: Yeah. And do you think that just like because people are learning things that they don't want to learn or they're like not passionate in learning at all, that could affect like people's mental health and lead to things like substance abuse or like drinking and things like that?
2: Yes. Because if you, I feel like if you don't know what you want to do in life and you're like, and you're like on the verge of like graduating, then that can be really stressful um and maybe giving people more choices could open them up to like different things and it could help them get on track and kind of know like oh in general this is what i'd be interested in but Mm -hmm. that stress of not knowing and then feeling like you have to go to college could cause like you know some anxiety or some depression and could lead to like substance abuse Mm -hmm. and
0: college isn't for everybody like um, what if you want to be an electrician? Call, um, high schools in general should just have those kind of electives, I guess, those courses to allow students to have their freedom and have their choice. And to say that it's okay to have your own path. You don't need to be a lawyer. You don't need to be a doctor necessarily. That you, if you just enjoy what you do, that you are successful in that way. But I do agree that. Um, The thing with mental health is that people do rely on substances like drugs you know alcohol all of that and it's it's sad to see that even high schoolers are having to go to those things instead of support groups or like feeling comfortable enough to talk to someone about it Um, but it is real that kids are using drugs and all of that like i know this one guy in my class he 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 doesn't even show up. And then every time I pass by him, I can just smell the weed on him. And it's just clear that school is not a safe environment for him.
2: Yeah, I I knew somebody like that myself and um, people that he was like close to kind of, you know, tried to help him with it. Like they're like, dude, you're like showing up to school like every morning, like high and like we want to know if there's anything, like, going on with you. And he would be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm fine. He's like, oh, I'm going to stop tomorrow. And then it's, like, the same thing.
0: We can we can pause here. Someone can edit it out.
1: Yeah, and these are, like, just really tough stories in general. Like, these are really hard to just listen to. And, like, um, just do you guys think that there are any possible solutions on what we can do about things like substance abuse?
0: No, I feel like that's the thing, though, because there is no set clear or immediate set of solutions for people. It ranges for from person to person, like your friends could be your support group or you, your friends could help you and you would listen to them, but for others, like what Michaela was talking about, um, that person's friends didn't help, and I guess it's just not clear so far. But if you do know someone who is dealing with substances, maybe reach out to them, especially if they are a person that you care about so deeply. Um, just being there for that person, understanding what they're going through, maybe listening to them um, could help them along their journey. Um,
2: Yeah, well, some heavy stuff, but that's all for today.
0: Yeah, we want to say thank you so much, listeners, for tuning into our episode. And we hope you enjoyed it. But stay tuned for our next episode. And we have a special guest speaker with our other fellow cohort members interviewing them.
1: Thank you. Bye. Thank Thank you. Thank
0: you guys for listening. And the podcast will end once the song stops playing.